Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Cardinals Update podcast presented by me, Cardinals Update, Jesus, or Duke, whatever you want to call me. And yeah... So the Cardinals just lost to the Browns 0 to 27. It was just really embarrassing on the offensive side of the ball just how everything turned out and how everything just went in general from passing, from running, from blocking, just everything offensively sucked. The Cardinals dropped to 1 and 8 on the season and they pretty much keep that first overall draft pick for another week so we'll see how that goes and like I said honestly the offense it just wasn't they weren't getting anything going obviously it's Clayton Toon's first game as a pro and you know he is a rookie he's a fifth round rookie at that and just everything in general just didn't look right you know him throwing the ball throwing it over Marquise Brown's head just 10 feet in the air and just airmailing it to the to the DB that was there you know him just not having the accuracy on some of those intermediate throws. I know a lot of the time, I think up until halftime, I don't think he threw a pass past 10 yards and everything was just either behind the line of scrimmage or just within that short game, you know, from the line of scrimmage to 10 yards out. And it's just, everything just didn't look right. The offensive line played horribly and you know we left with some injuries in the offensive line too you know I'll touch on it later but DJ Humphreys wasn't there for half of the game Will Hernandez I think both of them sort of came out the game around the same time and then you're already on your third string left guard and it's just it was just a horrible you know just offensive showing and like I said no one was able to block even on the right side Paris Johnson you know he's you know, he's been doing solid, but, you know, you expect him to have that bounce back game after having a rough game last week. And, the you know, it's been kind of bumpy these past couple of weeks. And even he was struggling out there. The center was struggling. It just everything, just nothing was going right. The play calling as well, you know, just nothing was cohesive. It felt like it, a lot of times, you know, you know, just looking at the game, 
it felt like how the team was last year and just how it didn't look like nobody was prepared. It kind of looked like you just were out there just hoping for something to break instead of just scheming, instead of just, you know, putting plays together and and making something yourself with the run game and just doing play action, just how this offense was supposed to be and how it was pretty much for the first couple of weeks of the season. And so, yeah, that's pretty much happened. what happened on the offensive side. On the defensive side, I mean, I think they played really great considering the circumstances they were in. Um, a lot of times, you know, they would force Cleveland, you know, out within three, six plays. And, and then they, they'll give the ball back to their offense and the offense would just go three and out. And then they're back in the field within just a couple of minutes. And just that, like I said, that just, it just, this game just felt so eerily similar to how things were last year where the defense was out there for most of the most of the time and you just never you you never was able to get into a rhythm on the opposite side just to give at least your defense a break I mean obviously you want to go out there and score points you know get a touchdown if not a field goal but at least just try and get a first down just give those defensive guys a breather and yeah just try and just give them a break obviously you know in a tough game you're down uh 14 21 0 just by the third quarter and it just nothing was looking right and you know like this game was going to be a long game just by the second quarter you knew it just wasn't going to be enough to to just try and go out there with your defense and try and stop them or try and score something with your offense just nothing was really working the run game obviously just didn't look good Keontae Ingram just just didn't look right obviously he didn't have good blocking same thing with tune you know they didn't have good blocking up front which just it just ruined everything um and the defensive side like i said they played great um dante stills he looks like he looks like a gem he looks like a diamond in the rough you know you found him in the sixth round out of west virginia and he just looks like a guy that could be an every down defensive lineman for you not just this year because you have a bad defensive line group but you know even next year if you do draft someone high he could be a perfect counterpart to someone that you draft high and just having those two you know pieces on the defensive line just for the next couple of years just seems great with the edge rushers that you have right now just everything just looks like it you know moving forward obviously not this year but you know next year and just growing together I think that defensive line room has a lot of potential and that starts with Dante Stills you know just being that enforcement in the middle you know getting pressure up the middle we we haven't had that since probably Calais Campbell left and you know just seeing that in the sixth round rookie is great Garrett Williams also had another good game you know he had a nice pass breakup over the middle and it just looked great you know you love what you're seeing from these rookies just playing out there just having uh, a blast on defense and you know JT as well as Buddha just all of them flying around making tackles as much as they could you know, breaking up those deep passes from from Watson just everything looked great obviously you have Kaiser you know he was playing great he was stopping the run as much as he could along with the edge with the edge rushers and the defensive linemen but just being out there so long is just it's just not a recipe to having a good successful defense um so yeah that's basically what happened throughout the game so i'll go ahead and talk to you guys about what happened in john the gannon's presser so he did touch on uh dj humphreys will hernandez and zavin collins so he said humphreys looks like he has a leg problem he didn't go too much into detail with that same thing with Will Hernandez he just said it looks like a leg problem and the same uh same thing with Zayvon Collins he just said he banged up his head a little bit and he was able to go back in 
probably some sort of concussion thing. Maybe it could be a neck problem. You know, we'll just have to look at the um, the injury report next week and just see what happens on the Tuesday's press conference. Um, and yeah, so that's basically what happened injury-wise. And so Gannon was asked about, you know, what happened with the game plan. And he basically, like he does, you know, most of the weeks, or basically every week he's done it, he put the blame on himself and the coaches. He said that the preparation for the game wasn't there on all three phases of the team, you know, offense, defense, special teams. I honestly think the defensive game plan was great. I mean, if you had the offensive counterpart to sort of match that and just give them time and maybe score a few points here and there, I think you probably come out with a win today. But yeah, he basically put it on himself and the coaches that they didn't uh, give them enough time to prepare, especially with Clayton Toon. He said for it being sort of a quote unquote short week for Clayton Toon, you know, him getting those first team reps you know Wednesday and you know they traded um Josh Dobbs on Tuesday so just him you know being thrusted into the the starting role this week you know just didn't give him much time to prepare and that's probably a reason why maybe the game plan wasn't as great this week you know they cut they probably could have been game planning with Josh Dobbs and obviously Josh Dobbs has a different skill set than Clayton Toon and you know vice versa Clayton Toon you know with Kyler Murray has a different uh, skill set and different game plans they that they might run so just I think just this week they just weren't prepared and you could see it out there in the field you know whenever we've lost before you know with this offense it's most of the time you know you do have some runs here and there and you you see that there's potential to make plays it's just we weren't able to make those plays it just felt like this week there was just no place to even be made out there and which was just tough to see as a fan then he was also asked what was the biggest issues on offense and he said you know they couldn't run it they couldn't protect the ball protect the quarterback up front and just couldn't throw it and just everything just all together just wasn't in sync for this team so I mean obviously he was asked about you know Clayton Toon what was kind of you know his mindset after getting down by a bunch of points and just not having a great game and Gannon was you know he said Toon was positive on the sideline you know he was ready to adjust you know in the game and he was just ready to go out there and just have an, uh, another opportunity to go out there and just try and show you know why he's an NFL quarterback which you know it was great to hear that he has that confidence to go out there you know he didn't get down on himself and his confidence didn't waver throughout the game um and that's what you like to see going forward obviously he is a rookie and the team sort of drafted him to be that backup to Kyler Murray just whenever in the future instead of it being Colt McCoy that's why they drafted Clayton Toon so he could take over that backup handle and that's why some people were kind of thrown off of throwing him out there just as soon as he did um this week so you know a lot of people on the twitter streets were basically saying that oh you don't want to put clayton tune out there especially against the number one defense on the road because that could hurt his development and they're just talking about his confidence going into year two and just you know just overall just hurting his development if he does have a bad game and Obviously, there is some truth to that, but at the same time, you have to see what you have in Clayton Toon before Kyler Murray comes back. Because, like what we've been saying for the past couple of weeks, Kyler Murray should be coming back this week against the Falcons. And after that, you hope that there's no one else is going to take any snaps or any QB snaps away. That is going to be Kyler Murray from the Falcons game all the way to the end of the season. So, you know, with this being... 
quote unquote the last game that you see of anyone besides Kyler Murray. Um, you want to see what you have in Clayton Tune. Same thing with the, with like all the other rookies. You want to see what you have in Dante Stills and Garrett Williams and Keetro Clark. You want in the second year players. You know uh in trey mcbride you want to see what you have in zayvon collins at the edge position instead of just having them sit and you don't know what happens and up until you know they're up for a new contract and you know they finally break out but you don't know if it's you know just a contract breakout season or if it's you know something that they're gonna do year in and year out so i i personally didn't or i wasn't opposed to him sitting for this whole season i did want him to go out there and just kind of see live nfl snaps outside of the preseason which you know this was probably one of the biggest tests like i said on the road against cleveland you know they have a great pass rush they have a great defense they have a great secondary so just seeing that i don't think clayton toon should put too much on himself you know saying oh you know obviously he's gonna have a lot of confidence but i just don't think you know he should you know be down about not scoring any points or, or just having a bad game because it is one of the worst not the worst but it was just a very difficult spot for him to be put in for a rookie quarterback i don't think there's any great spot for any of them to be drafted in because you know if you're a rookie starting quarterback obviously means you know the team isn't good or you know you you're maybe drafted high and just the situation that you're going into just isn't a great situation and for Clayton Toon having this game film to look back on in the off season and the rest of the season, uh, you know, going into year two for him, it'll be great to see, you know, him being like, oh, you know, I remember, you know, seeing this play. This is how I saw it from the field. You know, maybe this is how it looked, you know, from the coach's sideline. And maybe this is how it looked, you know, from the receiver's standpoint and just him get, getting that live reps against a great defense i think is invaluable and you, you just having those little reps here and there is going to be great i think it'll pay off for him in the long run so that's everything with uh clayton tune and obviously gannon was asked about kyler murray playing next week and his response was just i'm not thinking about that right now and kind of dismissed the question a little bit you know throughout the whole press conference obviously it's a really bad loss and it's against his hometown team you know he is from ohio so I'm sure a lot of family and a lot of relatives and just being back home in his hometown state meant a lot to him. And just like I said, in this press conference, it, he was just more dismissive about a lot of the things. You know, he put the blame on the coaches like he does every week. And yeah, I'm sure he, he didn't want to put a, a big statement out there, kind of like how he did last week where, you know, he said, you know, Josh Dobbs is, is our starter next week. And then, you know, he comes in Monday, Tuesday saying, oh, you know, it'll either be Kyler Murray or Clayton Toon. And then on Tuesday, they go ahead and trade Dobbs. So I'm sure he just didn't want to deal with any of that again, you know, just going back and forth on his word and just having people sort of question him just, just because of what he says. So I'm sure that was you know, a big reason why he sort of just dismissed the question of who's starting at quarterback next week. But it's been their game plan for the, I'm sure, for the past couple of weeks that, you know, to give Kyler Murray the landing spot of, you know, coming back on the Falcons game. And, you know, just everything is tying up for that Falcons game. I, I'm sure they had this plan before James Conner got hurt. But James Conner is eligible to return this week, too. He's able to play against the Falcons if he is healthy. And from all accounts, Gannon said that he does look healthy and he does look in line to play uh, this week against the Falcons. So having James Conner back is going to be great uh, because this offense is just 
predicated around running the football and James Conner being that workhorse back. And you don't you don't really have that with Keontae Ingram. With Dermacado, I mean, hopefully he does come back. But with him, you were getting a nice, you know, supplementation of that James Conner role. But he just isn't able to be that bell cow workhorse back like James Conner is. So having him back, hopefully, you know, you have uh, Michael Williams coming back and just hopefully you get DJ Humphreys back. Hopefully you get Will Hernandez back. Hopefully you get, you know, something, some sort of familiarity at that left guard spot and just have everything prepped on the offensive side for Callum Murray to return and just have sort of and not an easy game, but just not as difficult. You know, I don't want him to come back and everyone be like, all right, here you go, Kyler Murray, you know, you know, go into the Falcons and go win us the game, just how things were before. Obviously, you know, he, he is going to have to go and have a great game just so we have a chance to win because this offense, especially this offensive line, just isn't look like it's, it's headed in the right direction. But, you know, if you do get some of those injured players back and the defense keeps on playing how it has been the past couple of weeks, and I'm sure with this offense, they're able to... to just get the ball moving a little bit more and just spend some time on the clock. I mean, if they score points, that'll be great. But I mean, even if not, it'll just give that that defense a break. And, you know, with Kyler Murray, you know, it's just depending on how, how he looks coming back, if he's more of a pocket guy and he just doesn't really trust his running ability right now, or if he comes you know, comes back from injury and just looks amazing and just looks like the Kyler Murray before and where he's running around and, you know, throwing dots everywhere. I do think, you know, accuracy wise and throwing the ball wise, everything would just be normal of how you you expect from Kyler Murray just to hit those deep passes, just to be quick with the ball, just have, you know, just great accuracy. I think all that's going to stay the same, but with the rushing ability and sort of being able to extend plays and just get out the pocket and make great plays outside of the structure of the offense. I think, you know, we're just going to be on a wait and see situation with that. But there's also the other side of it being, you know, how does Drew Petson call up certain plays for Kyler Murray? Does he have more QB runs sort of like he did with Josh Dobbs? Does he just tone that back a little bit and just go more towards a rushing attack against the Falcons and just have Kyler Murray just sort of, you know, throw a little bit here and there, not too difficult of a throws, but just have him ease back into the offense and just, just slowly wrap, wrap him up. So we'll just wait and see with that. And yeah, that's pretty much it that happened with Gannon's postgame presser. And we'll just wait and see, you know, what happens on Monday and Tuesday. Um, when I'm sure he'll be activated one of those two weeks because the deadline to activate him, you know, that 21-day window that he did have to practice, it ends Wednesday morning. I don't know the official time. It just depends on whenever they they designated him to return a couple weeks ago during that Seahawks game. But expect him to be activated Monday, Tuesday the latest would be Wednesday morning and just him taking the first team offensive reps throughout the whole week and just having him prepare to play on Sunday, you know, bearing any setbacks. And, you know, that's just a great news for all of us. Like I said, I'm sure James Conner is going to come back this week too. They'll probably activate him Wednesday before practice. So everything is looking good. We'll wait to see on the injuries. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I do appreciate, you know, everyone that's paying attention, following along, liking, sharing, downloading the podcast, subscribing it. Um, Yeah, I do appreciate all of that. And if you guys do enjoy it, if you guys don't mind sharing it, like I said, downloading it, it'll really help me out a lot. And yeah, that's it. Uh, Hopefully talk to you guys again on Tuesday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 